It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Everybody, here we are. Same group as yesterday. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We've been spending the past 10 I'm minutes hatless. talking about our favorite TV shows. Timeless is hatless. Hatless is a man can do. I had a lot going on this morning. I, it was, you know, I, you know, my mind was wrapped up and I, I got to tell this story. About yeah, what that. happened here? So, so <laughs> I got basically, I got punished for serving humble pie to somebody. So yesterday after the show's over, yeah. I'm on the PlayStation like chat. Like yeah. the PlayStation, like PS5 chat. So I got a bunch of I got a bunch of notifications. So I'm looking at it. And I'm yeah. scrolling through the messages, and it's this guy who got added into the group, and he was basically he wanted to play Matt. Okay, so he right. comes in. Nobody knows who he is, but the one guy that added him in there. So he comes in. Wait, I don't oh, hold on. Clarify something for a second. What do you mean? There's a group. Like so, so, so it's a group chat on yeah. PlayStation. But you right. got to be let into the group? Yeah, you got to be put in the group. You got to okay. be added into the group. you know all the people in it? I know no? the majority of them. Okay. But this guy, I didn't know. So he comes So it's a bunch of your friends in there? Yes. And then it's just a random dude. And they add, so one of the dude, one of the guys I know added yeah. this some, guy. his guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. come on, play my guy. Right. He's okay. really good. So he comes in the chat, and he basically was like, I'm trying to play whoever. Yeah. And uh, one of my friends was going like, he was basically saying like, who is this random guy that y'all just added in? So the right. guy took it as complete disrespect and he started calling everybody the B word and everything, right? <laughs> so yeah, he went left. Oh, he had to It went out. left. He so, didn't have to go. He so I'm have to like, go. he was a random dude. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, all right, like nobody want to play. I'll play you. I don't play mad that much, <laughs> but I'll play you, you know, just mad. for the heck of it, yeah. right? Since you probably going to win because I don't play the game. Uh, all right. So. Got to got to Columbus, forgot all about it because I was doing the draft and right. I had the Big Ten meet. <laughs> so, oh man, this guy was effing you, right? So oh. he he dubs back around. He comes yeah. back with that dude that that said he wanted to play me. <laughs> At this time, the draft is over and the Big Ten meeting is wrapped up, so yeah. I got time. Okay, I say set it up, set it up. So yeah, yeah. so we playing the game. I had the Cowboys. He got the Jets. Twenty three to nothing. Second quarter, so you know how to You're winning. It. Yeah, I'm up 23 yeah. to nothing. Game, that's yeah. game. But he wanted to continue playing. Game. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. My yeah. wife brings me my plate of food over. So now <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm halfway playing, but I'm eating my food. He comes back 23 to 14, and he screenshots it and puts it in the chat and calls me the B word. So I say, what? So I'm sitting. He's so, still losing. By exactly. The way. Yeah. Bull. I put the fork down. Yeah. <laughs> I put the fork down. I sat up in my chair. <laughs> you know what the score was in the fourth quarter when he decided to quit? 42. 64 to 14. <laughs> so. What a loser. Exactly. So yeah. every so he starts the party. Everybody gets to the party. Everybody's yeah. talking crazy to him. And I'm just yeah. basically saying like, 
This is what I said. I said, yeah. you know how when you have a son and you got to spank your child, <laughs> but you know, and it hurts you, but you know, deep down it's going to make them better. That's what this situation is. I wake up this morning. My account is suspended. <laughs> what? He, he reported everybody. We are we are suspended. You the, should the guy. <laughs> by the way, whatever one of your friends let him in. That's yeah, what we said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His ass out hey, 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 hey. So, so you owe, you owe us. So he mad. I'm suspended because what? How long are you suspended for? A week. That's ridiculous. And it's sad because 2K24 come out. So you could just complain. And, about on, th- and on top of that, boy, we'll take it all. They they took my account name away. Oh so if y'all God. didn't know, my PlayStation uh, you, gamer tag was Milfs and Cookies. I can't. They they took it away. I can't use Milfs it. and Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, what? They got him up out. They got you all the way up out of here. They was like, you were hey, Milfs and Cookies. Hey, hey, this dude set you up. He was playing evidence on him. He's like, check his hard drive. It check was his hard. hard drive. That's hard. What? That's a good day. Wait a second. And your if wife you told you me that- anyone on this show. <laughs> Would have the nickname Milfs and Cookies. It would not be this guy. The only person I'd pick later than you is Steve. That's it. I'd have everybody else more likely to have that name than you of all people. And the number one. And the number one one is Jason Lloyd. Jason Lloyd would definitely be number one. I would probably be number two. Like, no, because it's like, yo, you could be like Jason Lloyd. I've had that since high school. So so now I can't. They took took the name away from me. I can't even. I got to get a whole new gamer tag. It's bad. That is crazy. Yep. This first of all, so I let, that's why I don't have my hat on because that was on my mind. I just walked out the house. It's ridiculous that some loser <laughs> can complain about you and get you suspended just for talking trash. I didn't it say. Like I didn't even say anything. I didn't. Cur- I didn't curse at him. I didn't do anything. I that's just a new thing. That's ridiculous. That's what I said. Be boy. a dirtbag, but then get in your bag and become just a male Karen and be like, oh my god, yeah. He got triggered. You triggered. I, I, oh my goodness. But, I can't believe he said that to me. Now all of a sudden, you did, did, hey, whoever this guy is, he is the biggest loser. Well, he came in there. He said that we was racist. What? <laughs> I'm sitting there. What do you mean he was racist? He it's, said that we was racist. Is he white? I, he must be. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't be? know him. I don't know him. I don't know the guy. I didn't say any. The only what? thing I said to him he sold was out. what I said. That's it. <laughs> he sold. He sold out like <laughs> insane. He just listen, he, listen. Everyone knows you can't play the race. That's the last ditch effort. Oh my so, that, god! Like that He's cannot so, be the first thing you you gotta really think about. That you gotta be like, hold on. Am I really thinking about calling this group of people racist? What he said? Because there's consequences to that. <laughs> but that's the first thing he said. Oh, you beat me sixty three nothing racist. Oh I got the screenshots. <laughs> By the way, low key interesting part of that story is that your wife. Brought you food so you could play video games during dinner. <laughs> yes, she did. Right. I mean, you, be, you better thank your lucky stars every day for your wife. <laughs> she, she, hey. saw, she saw I was playing the game. She brought the little, the little end table, she, sat she in front say, of me, and put the food in A lot of, of wives would have said, get the hell off the video game before eating dinner. Hey, is that, your wife brought well, you food. Well, my, this, wife, my wife play is a gamer herself. She plays right, games So she appreciates yeah. so, so, so your So your wife is like, no, no she don't play like, like you can't be doing like no cell phones at the table. We gonna no. eat, we gonna eat as a family, <laughs> and you gonna like it. Well, it, yeah, I mean, like if, if I were if we were trying to it, yes, if I were trying to play a video <laughs> game, my wife would not be happy. Or, or if you was doing fantasy football. Nah, fantasy football, I get away. Oh, see, look, that's that's, <laughs> that's your thing. That's, 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 that's your thing, right? 
yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, make, um, but we missed you guys because you guys couldn't come to the draft. Man, no. man I draft. Listen, I got off the. Uh, you didn't air. go. I know it was. He an said hour it was take him an hour. Hour <laughs> yeah. ten minutes. I'm like, so how many people was there? Five. We moved the draft for G. Bush, and G. Bush did not show I, up. Yeah, pretty much. Because I, I would have been there if you had, had not me, been there. It was me, Steve, Mike, Anthony, Jason, Jason. Allie. I seen it short. And uh, I knew Holly wasn't going to be. She was text, Holly, Holly talked to me and said she had well. a migraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's so crazy is because by the time I wasn't even, like, I was probably two, three blocks sitting in traffic ready to get on the on ramp. Yeah. yeah. And Mike McNuggets, he was like, yo. I said to Mike, tell, if it's going to take him an hour, tell him not to come. He was like, he was like your, your first pick is up. I, t- I said, hold on. Who's on the clock? Who's on the clock? I said, no, no. Bull is in the background. He's like, I got a roll auto pick. I said, no. I pulled right over. Oh, heck no. I pulled right on over there. Hold on now. Give me, give me, give me him. I'm By the him. way, the funniest was that Jason was sitting there complaining about every pick. He, he's, he loves to brag that he doesn't prepare for this. And yet he got completely aggravated Bro. as he screwed up his pick. So yeah. he cares. Don't let it kid you. Yeah. By the way, I think Mike's girlfriend does not like me. Really? Really? Why? I think she, I think she doesn't like me. How's it? <laughs> what interactions what have you had? Say, what, what would give you I don't know. Them? It was just the sense I had when she was in studio. And then last night, I was like, I don't think she likes me. I'm like, everybody likes me. The people that don't know me, some of the fans, they don't like me. But everybody that knows me likes me. Has she I, think, s- I think she likes you. I don't think she's don't ever think she said has, anything. Has, I'll, has I'll ask her. spoken to? Like, how, how, what, what time, how many vibe I got? That's Ooh. like if I'd be like, you know what? Tybus's wife don't like me. <laughs> They'll be like, how that's, would, that's nearly impossible. Like, My wife would, loves everybody. How would I have that interaction? I don't know where I, I would Well, see we've had two interactions. I don't know. It's just a sense I got. You got to go. Did you try to initiate a <laughs> conversation? I was trying to talk to her, okay. and I felt like she didn't really want to talk. <laughs> I just texted her. We'll get an answer. We'll get an answer. She might, she might be watching right now. So I was listen, like, maybe I, maybe I bust Mike's balls too much on the air. She's bothered, listen, she's he do it back. I don't know if you never know what somebody's If she doesn't like you, if... That's yeah. definitely not the reason why. Oh, no? So. Well, she busts your balls, too. If, if, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys think my wife is quiet and don't like you guys, yeah. it's just because you no, don't No, I understand. didn't sense that. She just don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I thought your wife liked me. She just smiles at everything, you know? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I, I, it's a vibe. It's not what they say or I don't think say. I'm, I'm, I've met yep. your wife twice I said, at the, when we did the barbershop and then last year at the comedy show. Yeah, yeah right. Just this, 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 this. She doesn't understand black. She doesn't understand like there's two word meanings to a lot of stuff. She's getting better at that. Yeah. She was like, "What does it mean when you say placebo?" <laughs> I said, well, placebo. "Well, I have an answer for you." <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Miss Nuggets has responded. She goes, "Obviously, I like bull, but why aren't you defending me?" <laughs> so, Somehow yeah. she's mad at me. <laughs> Listen, here at that point, what's in there the to defend? I don't know. I, I'm she, not. 
I'm is not she watching right now? I'm she's not saying, yeah, she's on the treadmill watching I'm right not now. saying anything bad about her. I'm not she saying said you're letting Bull trash I like her. Not her. I like her because she busts your balls. Yeah. Yeah. I like to say I like Miss Miss Nuggets. Miss yeah. Nuggets definitely. But I was like, she, oh, she got some jokes for you. I don't know if she likes me or not. You got me in the doghouse now, and I did nothing, Bull. Thanks a lot, bud. You didn't really do anything wrong because it wasn't like I said she's not nice. You be and then you would have to defend her. And then I didn't say that. It's that medium ground. You be in a club where you just start talking. You just started talking to your girl. Yeah. You really might not be together, and then another dude walk up to her, and you'd be like, "Well, go ahead and let him talk." Yeah. Why did you come yeah. in and save me? Yeah. No, that's I not. Wanted, I wanted. I wanted to say, "Yeah." I'm playing it cool. That's what you should do when they uh, approach me. Mike's, don't help Mike's, me Mike's now, panicking now. Yeah, no, well, yeah, I got to figure out. Miss Nuggets is mad, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I did, so I'm going to salvage that. But we got a lot to get to. We got a thousand people waiting to talk football, so let's get to that. Before though, we talk a little football. I want to tell G. Bush, congratulations. Yeah. The debut of the barbershop yesterday, over 5,000 views on the debut. If you missed it, it's on our YouTube channel. Go back under the UCSS page. You can find G's inaugural barbershop under the UCSS umbrella. We need 10. A uh, lot of likes, a lot of comments. We Check it 10. out. He wants 10,000. It's at five and counting now. So I need let's 10, get G Bush. 10 by Sunday, 10. McNuggets. 10 by Sunday. You, That's it, the goal. It's on demand. You can go check it out right now if you missed it yesterday. And with that, Let's talk a little to Sean Watson. He is obviously number one in our 32 and 32 <laughs> list. So instead of making it a very easy topic to say, why is he the most important? Yeah. Let's talk about something Deshaun Watson said yesterday. He was asked <laughs> if he bear. thinks he can surpass his 2020 self. Yeah. And Deshaun responded, and you can take the quote here, that he's not interested in talking about his 2019-2020 self. That was three years ago. He's evolved as a person. He's evolved as a player. And he's aiming to be even better than the 2020 version of Deshaun Watson. Quote, I know I can be. Mm. So, guys, can Deshaun Watson surpass his 2020 form in which he led the NFL in passing yards? So 33 touchdowns, That's 7 easy. interceptions. Yes or no? Yes. Yes, he can. Why? Because he has more weapons. And, you know, when I think about it, you got to think about, okay, yes, he had DeAndre Hopkins, who was, you know, one of the top wide receivers at the time. Um, to throw to, but outside of that, I don't I, think he had Hopkins that year. Did nope. he not? Have Hopkins, Hopkins was not there in no, 2020. Oh wow! Oh, what did after how he I, I was Bill O'Brien? Was Bill O'Brien still the coach? Yeah, I can't remember now. Okay, well, see that. And okay, so now it comes down to that. Do you like Kevin Stefanski as a play caller or Bill O'Brien? I mean, that's. Well, obviously everything around him is better, but those num—I mean, the numbers themselves would be pretty hard to top. And that's five racks right there. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Wait, whoa, whoa. Right Wait there. a minute. Are you saying that he can't because Mr. He get 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns that now all of a sudden five racks is too much? Please don't summon me. You Please don't act like you don't know who I am and the leader of the Kool-Aid clan. Stop playing with me. I'm just, so I had to bring out, guess what we got? That tropical punch. Ooh, Listen, Deshaun Watson can and will be better than he was in 1920 because it's it. easy. You just said 1920. Yeah, yeah that, dang. We, listen, <laughs> black people was doing bad in 1920. Boy, <laughs> but, the but in 2019, 2020, guess what? He was doing his thing. Now, look at this. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah. 
he's in a contract year. He got. Oh, a lot he got to eat. He I gotta just eat. told McNuggets that he's there. Right? Got to. Nick Chubb <laughs> is looking around like, look, bro. Nick Chubb is the most vocal I've ever seen. He had two quotes this year on Twitter. That means he's angry <laughs> and fuming, ready to go. You got the best running back that you didn't see that he's played with. He's not gonna. Can you tell me? Can you can you understand what Deshaun Watson's gonna do when they they playing press man coverage? And they got eight, nine guys in the box trying to stop the run. You can't. Now that opens the passing window is going to be crazy. When you talk about Elijah Moore. Now, listen, Elijah Moore is salty. Think about this. He did was you take him in the fantasy draft. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Time has passed on him for Amari Cooper. The Kool-Aid You said he was more important than Amari Cooper. <laughs> Kool-Aid Clay. Everybody, everybody talked about how Elijah Moore going to be so cold. Yeah. And I didn't see nobody drafted. I was going to. I, li- I literally, I'm in four fantasy leagues. I got yeah. him in three of the four. This is the only one I did. For ahead of him, which was the right call. Exactly. Yeah. But you said he was more important than Amari Cooper. He is. David and Joe, everybody <laughs> on this team got something to prove. It, it's so crazy. You, we, we talk about it like we, we got Amari Cooper. Like he's not, he didn't have 1,100 and almost 10 touchdowns last year. What are, That's you going crazy. For, what are you going for this year? Hey, listen, I got him 1,300. 1,300. <laughs> how, how many touchdowns? 11. Mike, can you bring up um, <laughs> Sean Watson's 2020 stats again? Yes, yeah. Let me ask you guys yeah. this. Let me ask you guys this. When we see the stats up again, he did this without D. Nobody. Nobody. Oh, no back. That's ridiculous. I believe his I best receiver might have been Will Fuller that <laughs> year. There has to be Will. Now Fuller don't get me wrong. I mean, if Marquis Goodwin playing, you got your Will Fuller you got, right you there. That. You got that. You Mike, got do you that. have those stats? Can we put them back up? Okay. So, here's your choice right now. Oh I give, my. I give you I give you two choices. Here we go. You could sign for those exact stats today. Mm-hmm. 70% passing, 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, 7 picks, and a 63.7 QBR. Or option number two, whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. Really? Yeah. Because there's If only- he did that with no D-hop. Right. But there's a <laughs> statistically, like, there know. are a lot more results below those numbers than there are above. I mean, that's right there is playing it. But you wouldn't sign for that. You the, would go for the, the, the bigger the box. risk, the bigger the check. G, you're the same thing. You're not signing for that. Uh, at 48. <laughs> it's hard to pass 48, on right there. 70 percent. Nobody's going to be unhappy. 70, not at all. Those numbers. Not at all. 70 percent completion. That's crazy. Only seven picks. That's, that's like one, that's like a half a pick a month. How many picks did he throw last year? When it's six, six games? or something? He threw five, seven yeah. touchdowns, five six interceptions. Games. He threw more. He threw dang here. <laughs> nah, I'm, a, I'm like nah. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna take that. Like, cause at least you know what I could do with that. I could I could imagine and be like, well, Nick Chubb. I could just work yeah. on it. Nick Chubb get fourteen hundred. We we that's Super he Bowl. Does that. Y'all know why y'all, in the playoffs, you know 100%. why y'all doing that? Cause what? y'all fear the unknown. Well, sometimes, no. sometimes the unknown is greater than what you, you like. It's your imagination getting a hold of you. Is like, it? If somebody said, "I'm gonna give you Tyvis, I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand dollars today, or whatever behind glo- door number two tomorrow." <laughs> I'm going with the five hundred. Thank you. That's right. That's <laughs> like, right. I, I, I came with nothing. I the, came with zero. The biggest reason, if I'm had the choice of 2020 stats yeah. on paper. He only turned the ball over eight times all season. Seven right. interceptions, one fumble. Right. My now quarterback only wins. turns the ball over less than half a time per game. With this defense, with yeah. the weapons, with Nick Chubb, this offensive line, that equates to a lot of wins. I what's would take that. A, what's amazing that is alone. that's like an MVP caliber statistical season, 
and they won four games. It just Crazy. doesn't make much he sense. Do that, he do that with the Cleveland Browns when they go to the playoffs. 100%. I, I know that he yeah. they don't want to give the MVP, but he at least got to have don't his matter. name he, in there. Even yeah. with that season, I could see why they won four games. When you throw for that many yards and you got that high a completion percentage. The heck was the running back? 33 touchdowns is kind of low, boo. They didn't have Lamar That's Miller? Fair, like, they were probably dinking and dunking yeah, a lot. Yeah, like 33 is kind of light. Like, you would expect, like, 40 plus Patty, a little didn't bit. Patty throw 50 in the season? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, how many guys have thrown? You know, that's a rarity. Uh, yeah, but I mean, how many, how many yards did he have? Patty. Last year? No, Patty and when he threw the 50 or 50 touchdown. Tyreek Hill. Get, we'll, we'll get to yeah. it later. Well, he Go had 5,200 last year. Uh, Watson's leading receivers in 2020. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Brandon Cooks, 1,100 oh, yeah. yards. Okay. Good player. Will Fuller, 900. That was like the one year he stayed healthy, right? Played 11 games. So That's healthy him, for, for him. him. That's say, pretty good. Yeah. And then no one over five. Randall Cobb had 440. Yeah. Jordan a- uh, Atkins, 403. Kiki Kuti, 400. David Johnson, 314. Johnson Fels, lead them in rushing? Yeah, David Johnson. Uh, David Johnson did lead them in rushing with 691. That's another guy, man. That's he was so Duke good. Duke Johnson, he was 235. Dude. He had a bunch of guys. He had, he had a bunch of threes. A bunch of twos, threes, and a couple fours. Ah, Cooks it. is a two. No, no, I'm saying he had he had a lot of guys with 300 yards. Oh, there's a yeah. lot of like 300, 230. So he had two guys to put this in context. He had two guys over 500. Will yeah. Fuller, Brandon right. Cooks. That's it. That between, wasn't. To be the, fair, that's not a terrible one. No, 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 no. But no. between, yeah, 150 and 500. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He had nine guys between 150 and yeah. 500 yards. That's, a lot of, that's, a lot of nobodies. That's, that's, that's spreading nobodies. the love to the max. Can, they, so can no the Browns actually have two receivers? We, we talked about this. Go to a thousand? I know we Amari. Very hard. It. We talked about it. We, I, I, don't know, I don't know if three, because like we said, no, it's only three. been. Come on. I think no, the Cardinals no was the last thing to do that, but. It's hard to get three over three over 700. Yeah, right. Now. So, and I, I just think um, in, in the end, I'd probably sign for those numbers, even though I'm a gambling man by nature, just because not that I don't think he could do even better than that. I do think there is a, a possibility. If you saying that, that, if you saying that you won't take the risk is because you don't trust Kevin Stefanski as a play caller. That's what it tells me. No, my, I, honestly, my, my only concern with, with the Browns right now is really, and it's a small one. Kevin Stefanski play no. no, I think he's fine. I don't think he's amazing, but I think he's fine. I think he's... I, a- I'm just oh, oh, still a tiny bit worried about Deshaun Watson's head. I'm not. And is he mentally ready? Now, I think he is. I All think, signs indicate he is now. Yeah. But there's a tiny little part of me that says, until I see him be that guy in the regular season, which he wasn't last year... I'm not 100% sure about the mental. Because physically, he's great. I think Stefanski's at best, you know, at worst, fine. The offensive line's good enough. The skill positions are really good. I, there's nothing I don't like about the offense. How many besides, games, how many preseason games did Deshaun play last year? 
None. I think no, one. just the Jacksonville one. That was it? Yeah. Just the Jacksonville game. He played and, one. And it was like one series. It and was then, one series. And, right. and, and he played and, two this and, year. And Schwartz dropped three balls and got stripped. He played two series and Schwartz had three drops, yeah. <laughs> and, and the one he caught, they raked him immediately. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. That's the most disrespectful. Well, I tell you what, he looked really good this preseason. I know it's preseason, but I still think it has some implications of what you can see. Especially with some of the plays that Kevin was calling, so I, I, I mean the way he talked, and like like G said, to even say I could be better than I'll be, I don't want to even talk about that. It I'm seems be like he's like got that, his confidence back. Exactly. Oh, seem. Listen, I, <laughs> again, I'm saying like there's one percent. I think there's there's one percent of me that's still a little worried about. I tell you what, he's not a high percentage. If, that, if Joe Burrow plays, he goes toe to toe with Joe. He, he say, he, then he, that goes out the window. He, he, Gee, let me ask window. you a question. He we we kind of alluded to this before the show, and then I cut you guys off before. But if you guys think, and you specifically, G, think that Deshaun Watson can and should be better than his 2020 self, is a Deshaun Watson who's another level above 2020 Deshaun Watson in the same tier as Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Bull, like, bull, like, is, bull, bull yeah. ain't trying to hear that. out of pocket here. Bull, yeah. ain't trying to hear yeah. Patrick Mahomes, I don't care what anybody says, and I know it's too quick, too early to say this. I don't care. He's the greatest football player that's ever lived. He's we've really never good. seen anything like what he's done. Really good. You can't have. How you, can you say he's the greatest? Uh, I, it's my opinion. I know it's. I know I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, you are. I'm jumping the gun. What if he never I'm went? What if he never won another Super remember, Bowl? Remember last year? Because they uh, said Dan Marino was the greatest to ever do it, and, and Dan Marino's the most underrated quarterback in the history of football. <laughs> with, to not win He's a, a top five quarterback all time, in my opinion. He'll have a Super Bowl ring. In those days, you couldn't blame the quarterback quite as much as, as you do now. <laughs> they never put a team around him. He had good receivers, Duper and Clayton. Those guys. Were, oh, nice. <laughs> so what? What more you but need? He had never had a running game, and he never had a defense. But Tom Brady did. Yes, he did. Running game? Well, he had a great defense though. The whole okay, yeah, there. but I'm about to say, don't I do mean, that I mean, on the mean, running game, son. Corey Dillon. Yeah, one, Dillard. Dillard. one year. And let's not act like uh, 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 Garrett Blunt. Garrett Blunt for like three Blunt. years was like Garrett Blunt. Like you know how Nick Foles when he's on the Eagles is good, and everywhere else he goes he sucks. That's like Garrett Blunt to <laughs> yeah. the Patriots. Garrett Blunt got like the most rush. Don't he got the record for the most rushing touchdowns in the season with them? Yeah. I think so. He got like twenty. He was awesome there. He got like twenty. They make everybody good. Everybody who's with. Brady, every running back's at least decent. And every but small white dude. Last good. year, G. Bush made a statement. I can't remember exactly how you put it, but you basically said Nick Chubb's better than Emmitt Smith. He's better than. Yeah. You might have even said he's better than Jim Brown. I don't know if you said that. No, I said no. all that. Okay. I said he, but he's better than Emmitt Smith. <laughs> he, he but like, if Nick Chubb retired before last season, that would be an unfair statement. They'd be like, oh, yeah, he's But crazy. you were projecting out. Yeah, like. That's what I'm doing with Patrick. You Mahomes. just projected. I'm projecting. So like, I'm just saying. He's going to break. If, if he wants to play. He probably until he's forty. Probably will. And unless he does, unless he has a catastrophic injury, there, there's zero doubt in my mind that he's not going to shatter every shatter by miles <laughs> every <laughs> record that's ever lived. I, I th- I, he gets, he gets an honest boost. He I get a boost cheat code because he has the perfect coach. Look how many years does does it take for people to find a coach that's to right. put with the quarterback for it to actually click. Right. That's what Brady had to he, do. Yeah, he's, he came in and it was from day one, I got the mad can't genius. can't say that about Brady got one without it. When I he, mean, but that's because hope. Brady is that good. I mean, like, I, let's be I, clear. You don't think Belichick's a great, all the great, one of the greatest coaches of all time? Without Brady, he not. I mean, he hasn't been good the last few years. He wasn't with it before Brady. Either. But I will. He say, had he had good success here. It was the best run of Browns football. Some of them defenses he was putting together. Yeah. 
like the Patriots really, if you looked at top to bottom, didn't really have that many crazy ball players. Like yeah. when they had uh, not Antonio Brown, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Randy Moss. No, no, no. That was the only one. About the only one they got. They got Deion De- Branch. It was De- they had Deion yeah, Branch, Troy Brown. Troy Brown was trying to play both ways. He wasn't even that good. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> that is weird. How is that good? You spot shadow Troy Brown? Yeah. <laughs> He That's was strange. And then he got Junior Sal. They was old. Like, yeah. he, like he basically. Vrabel. Yeah. Vrabel was going to play both ways. But, it but, was crazy. Like, and, and by the way, this is no knock at Watson or any other quarterback in the league. I just think Patrick Mahomes has everything that Brady had, in my opinion. The smarts, the instincts, all of it. And he's a million times better athlete. Yeah. million times. I'm just saying, it's hard to be seven rings. You're 100% right. But I think, the, but I, I think if he, it would be, it would, this going to end up being like the, the, the LeBron and Jordan conversation. If, if, let me ask you this. If he ends up with four or five rings. Okay. And shatters all the Brady stats. Oh, he, he's him. Right? Don't you think, don't you take LeBron over MJ now? No. You don't. Does it, you might like his shoes more. G's got, <laughs> G's got a lot of uh, uh, no, Nike, I don't. Uh, Air Jordans, but he likes LeBron better than Jordan. Actually, these are Jordans too. See, but you like you think LeBron? You take LeBron over Jordan? No. Uh, yeah, come on, it's easy. He's done. That's easy. Mm. I think I think we bring back to Patrick Mahomes, and we yeah. bring it back to Deshaun Watson. Yes, bring it back. Now, once you got Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, just by being who he is, and with Andy Reid, I think them two by themselves can win a championship, and it don't really matter who else they got. I don't think it's to that degree for the rest of the guys. But if it comes down to saying, like, okay, if you got Joe Burrow that's in that air, Joe Burrow's proved that he can beat Patrick Mahomes because he has the same level of skill. He got he has skill. Burrow hasn't won a Super Bowl. No, he hasn't won a Super Bowl, yeah. but, but he has the skill. Like, if don't act like if you give Burrow the ball back, he won't score. Like no, yes, he's in that. He, yes, Josh Allen. It, it, like, yeah. it, 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 I think to me, Mahomes by himself right now, tier two to me is um, Burrow, Allen, and I have Herbert there. Some people don't. If Jalen Hurts does it one more year, I put him in there. Too. Right, right. He got to do it for two years. Right, and you, I got to see two. And Watson if was he, in that group. He was in that group. And if he does it this year, he's back in that group. And, and to be truthful. That, I agree with that. And when he was le- and when he left, remember, Watson was at Arrowhead and had him down what twenty four to nothing. Oh my gosh, twenty four nothing. Don't talk about I was, that. I was like, dog. This well, that, is- if he get them down twenty four nothing. They, they ain't coming back. I'm just taking that down well, with the Browns. See that? See that goes? <laughs> that just goes to show you. There's another level to to you know the Chiefs. And back then, the Chiefs had. The, the, the one Reed. play magic. They could have. See, the Chiefs was cheating. They killed you underneath and in the middle of the field. That's why, to me, um, I want to see it again from the Chiefs. Uh, and Kelsey, how old is Kelsey? Like 31, 32. Like somewhere in that range. And he's getting up there. He's getting up there. Yeah. And this is the reason why I like the Browns team compared to some of the other guys. Herbert, I, that's cool. Like, I, I, I don't think you guys are built. With the defense to come after Patrick Mahomes, what? and then still, I don't, I don't, I don't, what? They ain't got that. What? No, they ain't got that. You know that. who they got at the end? They got one DN. They got two. Listen, you talk about Khalil Mack still. Travis Kelsey's about to turn. <laughs> don't do that. Hey, don't Travis do- Kelsey's about to turn thirty-four. 
That's crazy. October 5th. Jeez. Isn't that nuts that it's still, still this good? And, 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 and for me, like, I don't want to diminish him. Yeah. But we ain't never seen Patrick Mahomes without no Kelsey. That's a fact. All right. But, I, let me just but, say this. Here you go. When Tyreek Hill left last year, I, I was everybody wondering. was like, oh, his numbers are going to go down. He yeah. lost Tyreek Hill. And his numbers didn't go down. At all. They went up. He was fantastic. He yeah. is. Yeah. He is. You Maybe do. the only quarterback in you know, but, now. That, end, it doesn't matter who he's playing with. They'll make him better. At the end of the day, he still yeah. got the most unguardable tight end when it comes to route running. Agreed. So, But then he's got a bunch of guys besides him. That's fine. Right. How many yards did Kelsey have last year? Four, what, 15? A lot. How many touchdowns did he have last a year? A lot. So last at the end of the day, Kelsey he has so somebody you, so to go Kelsey's to. Kelsey's out for the year. You're, you're betting against Mahomes? Yes. And at wow. the end of the day. I'll take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Like, yes. you're not even going to make the playoffs? No, nah, I won't say that. I ain't going to take it that far. No, I'm not going to the Super Bowl, though. If you're in Cincinnati right now yeah. and Kelsey is not playing, man, y'all <laughs> feeling great about yeah. Yeah. Y'all you, feeling you great play. about life. Your defense is wide open. I, who am I right. looking at? Right. I, I would like to bet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you feel no good about life at I mean, that yeah, point. Kelsey makes a difference. Uh, those, the, usually, non quarterbacks don't move the point spread. Kelsey possibly being out, not even definitely, moved that spread for tonight a point and a half. A for big, a tight end, it's moved it a, a point and a half. It's a big remember, workout today. Remember, tonight I, for him. I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to be a Lakers thing, right? <laughs> remember when Kobe had Shaq and Kobe was whatever, was three-peating people and doing yeah. all. And then guys start leaving a little bit. Shaq you, wanted his money. Shaq left, and but at the end you had Kobe Bryant playing the Phoenix Suns in, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and he just refused to shoot. And Kobe was upset, thinking, like, I'm about to go. I don't know if if the Chiefs, if you lose Tyreek, if you lose some of these other guys, and if you don't have the same level of Kelsey, will you go back and be like, okay, well, what are the Chiefs? Do you, did, they, did they do a good enough job I, of restocking? You know, to me, it will only move the needle a little bit, even with Kelsey. I don't, I think, as great as he is. I think Joe Burrow deserves just a tad more uh, respect. I love Joe Burrow. You know that. But I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because we be saying that it's Patrick Mahomes and then skip a line and it's Joe Burrow. Skip a couple lines, Joe Burrow. It might be a little bit closer because Joe Burrow, we seen Patrick Mahomes go to a Super Bowl. His offensive line was yeah. gone. He lost. Right. Joe Burrow went, to this, took a, went the whole season with no line. And still took him to the Super Bowl. It was Bowl. one play away. It was one play away. If they had held up on that last play for one more second, the Bengals win the Super Bowl. And because Chase was coming over. Oh, he was wide point. open. And yeah. they've been doing it on the road. They beat the they Bills did, last did. year on the road. Yeah. In the snow, like I hear you. But to, to to even be in the conversation, he's got to win a Super Bowl. I think. Talking about Joe. Joe, yeah. Yeah. Mikey McNuggets. Before we bring on our next guest, I just want to let you guys know that at the two-minute warning of this Sunday's Browns-Bengals game, myself, Earl the Pearl, and G. Bush will be going live with our first post-game show of the season, instant live reaction to whatever goes down at Cleveland Browns Stadium on Sunday. Starts at the two-minute warning. We'll go for about an hour after taking your questions, reacting to whatever happens, and hopefully celebrating a Browns win. That and now the, that might be the next time we, we see Earl. Yeah, we haven't seen Earl in a month. I'm I know he's on, he's on wedding duty right now. I talked to him this morning. He's doing he's better. Married the whole East Side. It is time to bring in our next guest. Yeah, he has joined us before. And before we introduce Ben Baby to the public again, yeah. we have to play a clip from the last time we had a Bengals reporter on. Steve, take the clip. Ben, make sure you're listening. 
I mean, he may hate both of us, but one thing is clear. Yeah. Is, is that I would whoop Ben Baby in a race. That would not be a race. I'm closer <laughs> to mixing speed than I am Ben Baby's. So, wow. Uh, I could be holding a baby and beat Ben Baby in a race. Wow. So we could leave Ooh. that alone. Not my baby. James Rapine are uh, talking trash. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about that? <laughs> we can't hear We can't hear him. That is the most disappointing. Oh, ben, we had audio. We, we heard you, you before. Hold on. I got to work with Ben here. His rebuttal was He was pissed. You can tell by his face. Oh, man. He's like, when I see him at the Line it up. Line it up. Y'all want to Yeah, I got you. Yeah, Ben. Are we going to see a fight in Bengals practice today? No, listen, man. The amount of slander I got to hear from this man, James Rapine, is just unprecedented. And I got loafers I could beat this man in. He knows this. He doesn't want to race me. As Mike knows, he does not want the smoke. It has been readily available to him. So the fact that he goes <laughs> out and keeps saying this just behooves me. But always uh, excited and uh, happy to be on with you all today. Ben, it's great to have you with us. I think, you know, the two biggest storylines for the Bengals are both Joe Burrow. One, his calf. Two, his contract. Give us the, the latest on both of those things, if you will. So let's start with the calf injury, first of all. You know, we talked to him yesterday for the first time since he had that injury, and he said that he had a great day yesterday. That's a good thing. He was a full participant, which is also a very good thing. But I think what's interesting is that he said that he's never really had a soft tissue injury like this before. And when I asked him how he's going to be able to manage that or if it's something he's got to manage over the course of the season, he said that that still remains to be seen. He said straight up, he goes, I don't know if I have a good answer for you. So I think they're going to have to figure out what he's going to look like on that calf, what his mobility will be. I think those are all things that are that remain to be seen. And because of the nature of the injury, he said that's why they wanted to kind of take a nice and steady uh, recovery process, nice rehab process, so he feels as good as possible going into week one, which he's expecting to play. As for that contract, that's a, a little trickier because he said that he, you know it'll come when it comes and he hopes that it happens uh, in the next few days. But I asked him point blank, I said, are you surprised it hasn't gotten done yet? And he kind of shrugged his shoulders a little bit, you know, and kind of had to look for the right words to say because he ultimately said the right things. But based on his body language, it, it did appear that he was kind of surprised it hasn't happened yet. So we'll see if that continues, if they get this done before Sunday's game. Ben, I just wanted to follow up on the injury part of this because I said yesterday that if the Bengals thought that resting him two more weeks could get him closer to this 100%, this mythical 100% where no NFL players are once the season starts, that they would do it because they wouldn't risk it. So my assumption, if he plays, is that he's as close to 100% as they think he can get. Is that fair or not? I would actually disagree with that premise, and here's wow. why. You know, we, we wrote about this on ESPN.com and that Burrow's never really been 100% to start each of the last couple of years. You know, in 2021, was coming off that ACL surgery, and he said it took about halfway through the season until he started feeling like himself again. And then last year, I think he came back way too fast after that emergency appendectomy, was still right. trying to put weight and muscle back on. And you saw, I mean, that, that game he had against Pittsburgh in week one where he threw four interceptions, a lot of uncharacteristic throws, throws that he thought he could make that he still couldn't. It took him a few weeks to really get back to that level. And so Burrow has kind of over the course of his career, oddly enough, kind of managed to not be 100% 
get get through those first few weeks and then hopefully find his footing. And I wonder if that's the case now. But he did say that this injury is different than last year's because he feels good physically. It's just trying to manage the soft tissue. You know, Ben, when I look at the, the game plan for the, you know, the Browns, you know, obviously upgrading with, with Miles Garrett, they brought, brought in Shelby Harris, Azaria Smith, Dalvin Thomason, and then, you know, you add to the fact that Jim Schwartz has a more aggressive upfront uh, game plan. Uh, do you think we'll see a little more Joe Mixon than we're used to seeing? Um, and, and will they, you know, hesitate to roll out Burrow a little bit more? Because that's a big part of his game. He's one of the best quarterbacks that can step up and throw the football, find different pockets and different levels. So do you think the, the game plan will change more than traditionally um, that we see a Joe Burrow? I, I do. I do agree with that. I think that there's, you know, when we talked to Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan about how they were able to manage him coming off the knee injury, he said that they had to do something schematically to make sure that they put Burrow in good situations. And they, you know, when he told me that that might be a possibility as they go into week one and, and, and the mobility question, anytime it's brought up directly Nobody's been able to give a clear answer. Not Zach Taylor, not Joe Burrow. So we'll see how he looks on the move because that's not something we've got a great glimpse at in our uh, limited media viewings that we've had since Burrow came back. And so, you know, I think the big question is going to be how good is that Browns defense? Obviously, like you said, they spent a lot of resources this offseason fixing that. I know that was a weakness for Cleveland last year. I'm very uh, excited to see what Dalvin Tomlinson looks like in the middle of that unit. And, you know, the Bengals are going to need Joe Mixon to be better than he has been, quite frankly. So this could be a good test to see if he can live up to that. Ben, when you look at that secondary, you got Cheeto coming back from his injury. You're replacing two safeties. How confident are you? And you got a, a second, what is he, a second year in Cam Taylor? Yeah. How confident are you that they get things up to speed and they are able to click right away going up against these Browns wide receivers? Man, y'all are answering, asking all the good questions today because that's one thing I think is a huge thing that nobody's really talking about because, you know, the Bengals secondary had a lot of time together specifically with those safeties. And we talked to defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo yesterday, and he said it's almost like, you know, a, a, a second baseman going to a shortstop, being able to turn a double play, you know, being able to pass off those assignments when you're in zone. And you're getting a new combination in that with Dax Hill and Nick Scott. Are they going to be able to communicate well in the middle of plays, be able to pass things off, have that good, um, you know, you know, ability to, to know what the other is thinking? I think that's the big X factor for me. How is Lou going to use both of those guys because they are not Jesse Bates and Von Bell. However, I've heard from guys in that secondary that they believe this is a really fast unit and they have upgraded in speed at those spots. That being said, I do like their cornerbacks. I think Cam Taylor Britt, he could be poised for a breakout year. The way he ended last season, I wouldn't be shocked, quite frankly, if he's one of the best corners in the league by the end of the year when you look at the advanced analytics and what he was allowing under expectation, according to NFL Next Gen. I think Chidabe Awuzie was phenomenal before he got hurt. We'll see what he looks like coming off that ACL, and you know this is going to mean a lot to him. It's the same field that he got injured at last season, and he knows Amari Cooper very well, one of his good friends, one of his chess buddies, and he's going to be amped up for this one. Ben, I want to go back to, to um, <clears throat> Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon's agent, I thought, I thought personally I thought he was out of line, uh, basically attacked you on Twitter. Uh, you know, you do your job, you do it fairly. You're not a homer, and that – and, and listen, I'm, as someone who's not, you know, I'm actually a Bengals fan. I'm, like, I'm not sure if you know that or not. 
So sometimes fans here get mad at me because they feel like I'm biased against the Browns or whatever because I'm not a homer. And so when you're not a homer, which you're not, sometimes people get pissed off about that, which is ridiculous to me, but it is what it is. I thought his agent was way out of line. What happened there? Has that been settled? Is, you know, what's, what's the deal with that? Ah oh, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch what I say here. But okay. I will, I will try to answer this as best as possible. Uh, I think that we reported everything fairly uh, to both sides. We did not hear anything, you know. Throughout the course of the off season, you know, we looked at it, and you know, as I told Peter privately, and and Peter's, he can feel free to share our private conversations. I, I don't think that would reflect poorly on me if we're being quite honest. And and we always wanted to make sure that we gave Joe a chance to, to respond, make sure that he had a chance to to be a part of the reporting as, you know, things were going on throughout his legal situation, whether it be uh, the shooting of his next door neighbor uh, playing with Nerf guns uh, that Mixon wasn't a suspect in, but he's now involved in a civil suit in that situation or in the case uh, before the AFC divisional game against Buffalo when police alleged that he uh, pointed a gun at a woman and threatened to shoot her. Uh, Ultimately, uh, Judge Gwen Bender in Hamilton County Court said that there wasn't enough evidence to find Mixon guilty, so he was not guilty in that case. And throughout the whole process, we were in communication with his attorneys, uh, and we reported all of that well. And, and I, you know, quite frankly, I'll give you all kind of a little bit of the backstory whenever uh, Mixon decided that he was going to boycott uh, several reporters in the locker room, not just me, but others, and, and once James Rapine being one of them, which yeah. quite frankly didn't make any sense to me at all. And, and we tried to ask Mixon, I said, is there anything that you found that was unfair or the things that you had problems with. And, and he still has not addressed that because, you know, we're in the locker room every day. And, and as I told somebody yesterday, if there are issues with us and, and what we're reporting, come and talk to us. That's why we're there. We're there to, to kind of be behind what we end up saying, good or bad. We've got to be able to speak to you face to face and explain why we did what we did. And if Joe wants to have that conversation, I'm more than happy to have that. And that's been available to Mixon and to all the other reporters. But I imagine this will eventually blow over, but I feel confident and I think we feel confident in our reporting and it's in its fairness and accuracy. Uh, you know, this is a getting back on the, on the football field. And, you know, Jamar Chase last year uh, missed a couple of games. And it's weird because Jamar Chase was kind of like, the darling, like he was the, that guy. And then Justin Jefferson, for some reason, or well, not some reason, he's yeah. really good. Yeah. He's like, now it's Justin Jefferson. He's the guy. He got the dance. He's doing the gritty everywhere. Do you kind of feel like uh, Jamar Chase is kind of like, well, hold on now. Now, listen, I, I'm still Jamar Chase. Like, there's a lot of guys y'all put above me, but I'm just saying I'm still that guy. You know, we haven't really gotten the sense from Jamar in that case, but I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if he thinks that internally. And, and Jamar, I think this could be a year for him to establish that he is, like you said, that guy, one of the top receivers in the NFL. I mean, he's been to the Pro Bowl his first two seasons in the league. He was a rookie of the year. Uh, you know, he's done so many big things. I think one of the issues about the perception of Jamar Chase is you go back to that rookie season, he was doing a, a lot of big things. He came out of the gate. Remember, there was all those conversations – about him and the drops he had in the preseason, which were not fake. Those those did occur, by the way. But then he came out week one against Minnesota and just caught a bunch of deep balls. And that explosiveness is what we were used to seeing out of Jamar in 2021 in that Bengals offense. Then you go to 2022, teams made it a point to make sure that Jamar Chase had zero explosive plays, no deep balls, didn't get behind the defense. That's the one thing they wanted to take away. 
this year, if Joe Mixon's able to break off those big runs, if they're able to soften uh, defenses a little bit and maybe force them to get into the box, that could open more one-on-one or one one-on-one opportunities on the outside for not just Jamar but for T. Higgins as well. And I think the the wrinkle here is I wouldn't be shocked if we saw more quick game to Jamar, saw more RPO action with the receivers, and they really try to get Jamar in space, whether it be on the outside, um, you know, in various parts of the formation, because he's so good, he's so explosive, he's so strong that you want to get the ball in his hands in space as much as possible. Ben, let me talk about the Browns here. You know, Miles Garrett and and training camp and OTAs has lived in the backfield. And obviously, Cincinnati has gone out and got Orlando Brown Jr. And I guess they asked him about, you know, how what he thought about Miles Garrett. He gave him a bunch of high praises. And they saying that he said that he played him five times and only given up one sack. So with that being said, what do you expect to see on Sunday between these two? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Listen, talking to Orlando Brown yesterday and kind of engaging his interest in, in this, he is hyped for this matchup. He he said this is kind of what you, you want in the NFL. You want to go up against the best of the best, and Orlando Brown believes he's one of the best tackles, uh, left tackles in the league. And, and Miles Garrett, he that praise is real. You you could tell in, in the way that Orlando delivered it. It wasn't, you know, just platitudes. He fully believes that Miles Garrett is one of the best players in the league, called him an alien. And, and knowing Miles from his days at Arlington Martin High School and then watching him at Texas A&M firsthand, you know, I can I can confirm that he's been that guy since he was he was of that age. And he's always been uh, just one of the supreme American athletes, if we're being honest. I think what he does is incredible. And that matchup is going to be key. And we'll get a glimpse of how good Orlando Brown is going to be, you know. And, and, you know, to his point and to his credit, he did point out that, you know, Orlando Brown lost a rep against Miles Garrett in a pivotal point in his first game, I believe, in Kansas City uh, that ended up costing them the game, and, and he goes through, and and that's something that is, is top of mind for him, and, and he wants to be able to go out there and show that he, he is among uh, the elites at his position. So I'm excited for that matchup, and, and the Bengals, if they want to get to where they want, I know y'all talked about the offensive line uh, in the previous segment, they're going to need Orlando Brown to be good on the left side. They're going to need Jonah Williams to be good on that right side. And I think this is going to be a very good test for them on Sunday. Ben, you know, we talked about the losses at safety, which is the biggest concern. <clears throat> but the only the one other position that, you know, obviously their backup quarterbacks are trash, and if they have to play, the Bengals won't win any games. <laughs> but we got to talk about their backup running back situation. Samaj so P. Ryan played a very big role for this team last year. He decided to go, you know, win six games with the Broncos. All right, good for him. <laughs> um, but the Bengals, like we've talked a lot about this with the Browns. Like, it's a lot of question marks behind Nick Chubb. But Nick Chubb's a good deal better than Joe Mixon. I like Joe, and he had a really good year two years ago, but I agree with you. He was lousy last year. Uh, I don't really trust. I know they drafted, uh, was it Chase Brown they drafted this year? I don't trust any of the guys behind Mixon at all. What do you think of those guys and how they're going to use them? 
Okay, there's a lot of slander going around here. We got some yes. Jake Brown slander. We got some Chase Brown slander. Yeah, uh, we've got some uh, Travion Williams slander. And some of that's valid. I, I get it. Yeah. Well, getting Chase Brown in, I think that's going to be key. I, I, like you said, the backups, they are a big unknown. I think go, from Samaje leaving Cincinnati to go to Denver was a pretty big loss for them, something that has been a little understated because, quite frankly, in that AFC Championship game, Samaje was the running back the Bengals needed. They did not need Joe Mixon. Samaje right. was on the field 65% of the snaps. Joe Mixon was on the field 35% of the snaps, which you can't have happen. Your RB1 needs to be on the field in those kind of situations. And, and Mixon's pass protection has always been a point of concern. And so now getting somebody in on third downs and that third down back uh, competition, that's going to be ongoing. Is it going to be Travion Williams? Is it going to be Chase Brown? Is it going to be Chris Evans? And I thought Evans had a good camp. This was a camp for him to really show he belongs on the roster. I think he did that, really worked on his game in a lot of ways. Travion Williams, who, who Mike and I covered at A&M, you know, I think he, he was hurt. In the, in the preseason and training camp, but he has shown some flashes, and I'm curious to see what he's able to do when he gets a higher workload and if he's going to be healthy, and then we'll see what Brown brings to the table. But I would agree in your assessment that, you know, if something does happen to Mixon, they are going to need one of those guys to really step up because they do not have proven workloads, and that could be a problem. And I think it's one of the reasons why Mixon is still on the roster, even though that, you know, they were able to negotiate him down to a lower cap hit. You know, it's quite clear that they don't have a better option than Mixon and there's not really a ton out there that are significantly better for the price they were going to have to pay when you talk about the money that was still owed to him and then the money you would have to pay to a new running back. So I think that they are really going to be – there's a lot of pressure on Mixon to be better, to be more explosive, and he's got to stay healthy because otherwise, you know, like you said, there are a lot of unproven quantities in that backfield. Ben, let's wrap it up with this. I know Mike's got one for you after, but uh, obviously – the Bengal, uh, the Browns have been the biggest nemesis for Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor's never won in Cleveland. Joe is one and four against the Browns. Even if you take out the first year where he's a rookie and they were bad, still one and two. Now he did win the last game, but it was in Cincinnati. Why is it? Do you think that the Browns, in my opinion, have played better against the Bengals over the last three years than, or at least the last two years, than any other team in football? And do you expect that to change Week One? All right. Well, I'm going to preface this. I'm just a casual observer here. I'm not. I'm not a football expert by any means. Uh, but based on my evaluation, I think the Browns. There, and correct me if I'm wrong, because y'all watch them really well. I think that Stefanski's uh, bootleg game under Baker, I thought that was really well done. And, and when you had uh, Jacoby Brissett in there, I think that that it looked solid. I, I think that the misdirection that they did, that's one thing that the Bengals have struggled with at times under Lou Anarumo. And they've gotten better at that. But I thought early on, especially, the Browns did a really good job uh, with their nakeds, their boots, and really creating those explosive plays. You know, Especially you know being able to scheme up one-on-one matches where a guy's basically running free one-on-one -on, -one on one side of the field and Baker just has you know a massive amount of space to deliver the ball. I think that's been huge. And I think secondly, Miles Garrett has done a phenomenal job against him. I thought Denzel Ward has also been uh, very strong against the Bengals as well when he had that pick six a couple of years ago. And I think that it's been a, a pretty rough matchup for them uh, over the last few years. And sometimes, you know, like we say in the fight game, styles make fights. Yep. And this has just been a tough style for Cincinnati to deal with. That being said, 
I am also going to continue for that uh, that trend to continue. I think Cleveland wins this one. You know, we talked about Joe Burrow coming back. That uncertainty that we have. We talked about the secondary. Are they going to be able to pick up in time? And I do think that Deshaun Watson, now that he has more games under his belt after his suspension from the NFL, I, I think that should yield to a more productive offense for Cleveland. Well, it better because I think there's a lot of pressure riding on him this year to be much better than he was. And so all of those factors considered, I'm picking Cleveland on Sunday. That is Ben Baby, Cincinnati mm. Bengals beat reporter, picking the Browns to win on mm. Sunday. Ben, before we let you go, I got a poll result to read for you. And whenever we read poll results, it's brought to us by our dear friends at PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. The three guys out there, Ben, will tell you the YouTube chat has never been wrong. When we put a poll up to the YouTube chat, they are yeah. literally undefeated in predicting the correct answers. So I asked them at the beginning of this interview, if Ben and James Rapine got in a fight, who would win? And with hundreds of votes, 64% are going with the undefeated boxing champ. Mr. Ben B. Oh, there you go, Ben Gibson. You know, it's not be wearing these loafers. I'll beat them in a ring. Wow. Thank you, Ben. I will see you on Thanks, Saturday. Ben. We'll get a beer and we'll watch some good football nice. on Sunday. Nice. That is Ben Baby, ESPN Bengals beat reporter. Ben, appreciate you and we'll see you this weekend. It's great, Thanks, Ben. Thank you all for having me. Always fun. You all got right. it. Good, good stuff. Great insight from, from Ben Baby there. I wish every guest we had on would just come with the same fire and, like, no hold back mentality. I mean, we've had a good role here. Leroy brought it yesterday. Leroy was on fire yesterday, Oh, I, I kind of pushed his button is, is a little bit. Is there some breaking news? What's that? According to Josh Cribbs, Denzel Ward is officially out of concussion protocol. Okay. Okay. Uh, That'd be yeah. big. Yeah. Go that's, Bucks. That's big. Uh, and Mary Kay has that. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold too, on. Too early? Hold on. This is why I'm breaking news. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> well, is I don't Mary, know. Mary Kay, Kay just tweeted 20 minutes ago, Denzel Ward still in concussion protocol. Yeah, yeah that's 30 seconds. I'm going to go with Mary Kay. Yeah. yeah. Love, love Josh Cribbs, but he's not Mary a newsbreaker. Yeah. Oh, they put the 32 on the side? On Although the Josh might – oh, I shouldn't say that, though, because Josh might be talking. He might Denzel. He might be. He Maybe Denzel said he's coming out of it. Yeah, he, he yeah. might be. He might know something we don't. Like that's He might have gave him the wink, wink, nah, nah. Hey, that's dog, I'm going to play. I'm going to play. You yeah, I mean, Josh Cribbs definitely talks to guys in, yeah. in a way they wouldn't talk to traditional media members. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you, you never know, off. but until it's reported by Mary Kay or Jake Trotter, someone who can actually confirm that. Or one of the national the team, people. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll continue to proceed with Denzel Ward being in concussion protocol. Real quick, though. Yes. Anthony, can we pull up the tag board of the 32 on the field real quick? I'm not sure if you guys saw this earlier. Brad Steinberg tweeted out. I know I sent it to you this morning. Let me see this. Steve, you can take it full. Uh, Austin Love from KYC upstairs put it on Instagram. Brad took it and put it on Twitter. But there is a 32 for oh. Jim Brown patch. They couldn't put it on the field. These dudes, season. the NFL is garbage, bro. Why won't you let us put it on the field, bro? Y'all cats gonna have us put it on the sideline. It's all kind of it's all kind of camera. That's camera row too. I know. That's, that's where all the cameras gonna be. We can't even see it. People gonna be stepping on it. These that's guys, lame. Man. That's weak. They could have done better. It's Way a nice better. tribute. It's a good gesture. It should have been executed better. See how they do us, man. man. That's crazy, bro. That's really weak. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the Draft Dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.